are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I want to read uh, uh, some scripture in the 13th chapter of the book of Judges. Book of Judges, chapter 13, we'll start reading with verse 1 and read just a little bit to you tonight from this chapter. Chapter 13 of Judges, beginning with verse 1. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines forty years. There was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son, Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine, nor strong drink, eat not any unclean thing, for lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. He shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came, told her husband, saying, Man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God, very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine nor strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, from the day of his death. I'd like for you to look at verse 6 tonight in this chapter. Judges chapter 13, verse 6 is a tremendous verse. I'd like for you to help us tonight to think about some words in this verse. In chapter 13, verse 6, the Bible says, The woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me. And his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God, very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told me he his name. And I want us to think tonight with God helping us. On these words, a man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. I feel like a great man that I knew in years long by, that great man said, one night someone came up 
to the front of the building and said to him, do you feel that you are a man of God? That man, one of the greatest men I've ever known in all my life, that man who heard a man say, he sent a man of God unto me. That man is a great man that came. God sent him. I'm thinking tonight of one or two great people uh, who have come and presented themselves to God. They never said, I'm a man of God. I would not dare say to people, I'm a man of God. But I want to tell you one thing. I believe there are such things in the world as men of God who are filled with the Holy Spirit of God and men who are truly men of God. Oh, God, help us to be men of God. I think there's only one way that that will ever happen, and that is to open our hearts and lives and plead with God for the fullness of the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Oh, may God give that to us, the fullness of the blessed Holy Spirit of God. When I was 32 years of age, well, I'll tell the whole story I'm just about that far away from 90. But I was 32 years of age. I like to tell about how old I am because you can get out of a lot of things. But uh, I thank God for a man. One day as I sat at the phone in my wife's mother and father's home in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'd been in evangelistic work and I'd see people saved, but not very many. I'd like to see more. I was sitting in their home one day and the radio was on and it came to something else. I was sitting, just listening, not paying any attention to it, but I had to because a man's voice came. And that man, in his preaching on the radio that day, said, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit if you are to be a soul winner. Oh, God, help us to have a soul winning spirit and let God fill us to win people to Christ. I have heard people say, oh, I'm, I'm not, I don't need to have the filling of the Holy Spirit. I've heard people say that. I heard one sweet, wonderful Christian lady who had six sons, and she said, while others were seeking from God to have the Spirit of the Lord in them, that lady said, who had six sons, she said, I don't need the filling of the Holy Spirit of God because I'm only going to raise six sons. And a wise preacher came to her and said, Lady, if you're going to raise six sons in your home and have them turn out well, 
You better ask God for the filling of the Holy Spirit in your life like other people are doing. I think God wants us to have the filling, blessing of the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, to know that the Lord can fill us and use us. Oh, God, help us to let God fill us. I looked on this wall tonight and saw those words, and my heart just trembled because it's a thing every one of us need more than anything else in the world. We need to have the filling of the Holy Spirit of God. I have seen people look ashamed. Oh, I must not go down to that altar and uh, be, be ashamed. I must not do that. But I want to tell you something, my friend. Everyone in, in the work of God, ever saved child of God, needs to let the Spirit of God take over our lives and give us that sweet feeling that can only come from one, and that's the Holy Spirit himself. I was 32 years of age, and it's been years ago. I'm just about a year away from 90, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. I, I was 32 years of age, and uh, I was invited to come and speak at a seminary down in, in uh, Indiana, 32 years old. I didn't know anything about seminaries. I couldn't even spell it. But I thought, oh, that, wouldn't that be wonderful? So I accepted the invitation and I went. And the first morning, there was a time when you could come and have coffee and a little breakfast. Only one other man was in that little room that morning. I walked toward that man, and I'm not going to give you his name, but he's a man whose name came to be prominent in people all over this country. And he sat in that room that morning. I said to him, you know, I need to have somebody talk to me and tell me what I need in my life. I know what it is, but I don't know how. And that great man said, you need to ask and seek and find the blessed fullness of the Holy Spirit of God. That's where the power comes from is when we let God fill us all tonight for the filling of God in our needy souls tonight. God help us. You know, there are some questions that man asked me, that great man, 32 years old, and that man said, Do you, are you willing to relinquish control of your life I stopped for a moment to wait and see if I'm willing to relinquish 
control of my life to God. Oh, we must know that we're willing to let God have everything in our life. Let God, you don't need to worry when you let God have control of your life. There is no dual control. Just one is going to control. That's either you or God. And if I know my heart tonight, it's God I want to fill my blessed spirit. That man said to me, do you want to shine or burn? These were his words. I wrote them down 50 some odd years ago. And I, these are the words that man spoke to me. And I have them. Uh, this is just a copy. I've copied a copy after copy after copy because they're so good and people have said, Oh, I'd like to have that sheet of paper. And that's what I have in my hand. The way God can fill us with the blessed Holy Spirit of God. You know, people were filled with the Holy Spirit of God. In the Bible, John the Baptist was. Elizabeth was. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Every deacon in the early church was filled with the Holy Spirit of God. He couldn't be a deacon till he had the filling. And that's what we need tonight. Oh, my soul, bless the Lord with his blessing and filling upon our hearts tonight. Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was filled with the Holy Ghost three times at Pentecost. And at Pentecost, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, tonight, to let the Lord give us the sweet filling. Mind you, I'm not talking about something I know a lot about. I'm talking to you about something that my heart has often hungered for. And where people have come over and over again and said to me, what do I need? I didn't know what to tell them, but I know now. I remember that morning when I wept and said, I want to win more souls. I some are coming. People are being saved, but I want a lot more. And a man's voice came on the radio. Dr. J. Frank Norris was on that radio that morning and he preached on being filled with the Holy Spirit. My heart bled and I wept. I don't know that I got that day what God wants me to have, but I know one thing, I want it with all my soul. I'm willing, I'm willing to let God Give me that blessed occurrence of having the fullness blessing of the Holy Spirit of God. I wrote down how that man said is the way to do it. He said you want to shine a burn. And the Bible says 
there was a great man who shined and burned also. And the Bible shows us we must have that feeling of God if the Lord is to use us as God wants to. Oh, a man of God came unto this woman. I think I have had the blessed experience of having a man of God come to me. He won't be like you think I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about an old country preacher. I'm thinking about an old country preacher who wore hand-me-down clothes. Oh, I'm thinking about a preacher that went up in the, the rocks in the little mountains in the spruce trees and spent hours upon hours waiting upon God and saying to God, Oh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. I'm talking about a preacher who came and stood before me when I was 19 years of age and said to me, Tom, I'm going to stand before you until if you go to hell, I'm going to stand between me, you, and God. I want you to be saved, he said. And I listened. And up in the little spruce pine mountain, I can still hear his voice. Oh, Lord, my heart is open. He was saying, Oh, Jesus, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I remember a night or two later when he preached, 63 adults in a little old country church about like this much of this auditorium. That night they came. They knelt at the altar. They wept. Oh, a man knelt right down here, 54 years old, hands trembling, head bobbing up and down. But down on his knees he went, and that old country preacher that knew whom the Holy Spirit was and what he could do and what he wants to do for us tonight is to give us a complete filling of the Holy Ghost. And the preacher came along. God bless him. That old country preacher came along and he said, Tom, uh, you stand up and tell these people what God has done for you. With trembling, trembling lips, I said, God saved me tonight. And God called me to preach tonight. But I didn't, still didn't know anything about being filled with the Holy Spirit till I listened to that old country preacher. He said to me, Tom, you need to let God continue his great work in you. You need to let God fill your soul and your body with the Holy Spirit of God. You'll have great results if you'll do that. I would not be one who could explain all of that to people. But I want to say to you, 
The Bible shows us that Christians need to have the filling of the Holy Spirit to do what this church has done. And there is no other way. There's some false way, some foolish way, but I'm talking about the way. And that's to let the filling of God control you and I. Oh, tonight, to have a man of God come unto me. I'd love that. That old country preacher came. A young man one time, just after I'd been saved, and uh, I was standing on a little old farm down in North Alabama. It was the worst farm in all of the world, and I know that. And uh, I was standing there the next day after I'd been saved, and I said to myself, what in the world's going to happen to me? Here on this little old farm, you couldn't raise a stump on this farm. It's, it's a lost cause. But I looked up and I saw a man coming. Now, I'm not spooky, but I'm just telling you what happened. You want to know what happened? All right, well, shut up. Let me tell you. I... I looked up and I saw, I saw a man coming. He walked through that clay hills where I had spent my first 19 years. And that man came to me and he said, are you Tom Malone? I started to cry. He said, are you Tom Malone? I said, oh, I'm trying to be. And he said, well, then you can, and let me tell you something. You need to let the Spirit of God, that dear old preacher told you how to be saved, and he wants also to tell you how you can be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. I'm not a great student of that. I don't know all there is to know about it. But I know one thing, how precious it is to have a power within you beyond any other power in the world. And that's to have the blessed power of the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, how we must want that and seek that and God will do great things for us and in us, that's the only way this will ever happen is to have the power and blessing of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit knbbc.com for Christian music you can trust.